Coming up on this episode of the Mompreneur Show, I'm interviewing Natasha from natashaskitchen.com. Natasha is a wife, a mother, and happens to run the most popular food blog in the world with over 2 million visitors a month. We'll hear her story next. I'm Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that features amazing stories with remarkable mompreneurs. most successful food blogs on the internet. You've been mentioned in dozens of reputable sources and even won an award for best uh, food blogger in 2015. Please tell us how in the world did you get here? Oh, long story. (laughs) I'll try to make it short though. Um, So in 2009 um, is when I posted my first blog post. It was my birthday. And um, so uh, I guess backtrack a little bit. Um, my husband and I, we were kind of looking for um, resources online and in print for Russian and Ukrainian recipes, and um, there really was nothing. So um, we wanted to go back and, you know, get back into our roots with cooking and get back into the foods that we grew up with and wanted to have a way to document them, too. So I kind of had a little bit of experience with blogging from when I was a realtor for four years. I had a little blog that never went anywhere. So I I knew a little bit about it and I decided, you know, why not? Let's start a food blog. And, you know, little did I know I was creating a blue ocean business, you know, something um, in a completely new market space that was, you know, otherwise flooded with um, other food blogs. I was creating this completely new market space, which was really cool. Um, and six years later, here we are. <laughs> That's incredible. That's amazing. Yeah. And so were you a big fan of cooking uh, when you were growing up as a teenager or how, um, how does uh, sort of, kind of. I mean, my mom did all of the cooking pretty much when we were growing up, we would help out, but she was in charge of the kitchen Um, And so really what this started as an adventure of learning how to cook those recipes that we grew up with and being able to document them, you know, because most of my mom's recipes were a pinch of this, a pinch of that. She had them in her mind and in her heart, (laughs) but translating that to me was a little bit more difficult. So I wanted to be able to record that, you know, and for my sisters as well to be able to find those recipes and my kids down the road. So. That's awesome. And I know you shared a little bit about that before, um, but I want to touch upon this because you had a really incredible journey. So first you had, you have a a business degree. Yes. And then you were a realtor and a nurse. Tell us about that. How did that, because um, I understand that running, having a successful business is not a first try for many people and looking at your history, looking at different things that you've done before really proves that it's not really like a get rich overnight type of thing. No. <laughs> um, so I guess a little bit about my background. I started working for a really successful entrepreneur when I was in high school and I had a business internship with her for seven years and I pretty much learned more than in any other experience I've had in my life with her. And um, they owned uh, something called Discount Fabrics. It was a chain of 52 stores that was um, later bought by um, Joanne Fabrics. So Mm -hmm. they, and she taught me everything there is to know about business. I mean, she was just such a blessing in my life. 
And then, so I started on the path of business school because I knew in my heart that I wanted to do something business. I'm an entrepreneur at heart and um, went through business school. And then the market tanked. It became really hard to find a job. And when I got my first job offer of a uh, flex employee, like during the holidays at Macy's for $10 an hour, I was like, "Mm, it's not what I imagined. And so I went back to school um, for something practical, which for me was nursing because, you know, three of my sisters were nurses. And so I decided um, I'll become a nurse. <laughs> um, I loved helping people and I had a heart for people. So I thought it would be a good fit for me. So I went through nursing school, um, got my nursing degree, became a nurse, did that for two years. And um, there was parts of it that I enjoyed and um parts of it that you know i just didn't really feel like that was what i was called to do in my life long term and then um well before nursing school is when i actually started the blog but i didn't like think of it as a business really mm-hmm. I was just doing, doing it for fun and then while i was in um nursing school and you know being a nurse the blog grew and grew and grew so then about um, a year and a half into being a nurse, I realized that it's more advantageous and profitable for me to be a full-time blogger than a full-time nurse. And so that's when I kind of realized that I need to start making this switch. Mm, That's incredible. Yeah. Went down in hours from there, um, increased my hours on the blog. And then I'm now I'm full-time blogger and my husband is full-time blogging with me too. That's amazing. I love that, how you were able to transition. But when did you realize that you hit the gold mine, as they say? Like, how long into your blogging? Was it like a year or two? Or when did you realize that this is this can become something big? Um, probably at four years, I realized that, you know, that it was starting to become more of a business. And, you know, it's different for everybody because I really did it part-time before that. So, I mean, there are people that have been blogging for less time than me that are much more successful, and that's okay. I think it's important never to compare yourself to anybody else because everybody's life situation is so different. Mm. What, was your, what was your question? No, no, no. <laughs> no, you, you totally, no, you totally answered it. It's, okay. That's when you realized four years into, into blogging, that's when you realize that you have, you know, you have a business. And I, I love that you shared that with us, the, the thought of that. No, nobody just, I mean, it's not typical for people to jump in and have a very successful business their first year. I mean, there are people that do that. It's very strategic. Most likely they're either working with a coach or have uh, some some sort of background that they're um, that they're taking experience from or they have like a, a lot of money invested where they can, again, hire a coach and um, do the things that um, that will help grow their business. But right. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing that because um, I see people giving props. It's really great to know that um, it doesn't happen overnight. So when did you start making money or when did you start breaking even on your blog? Because I know there's so many bloggers here joining us and some have food blogs, some have craft blogs, some have little mommy blogs. Um, How can they take their blog to the next level and have some kind of income from them? Mm hmm. Um, well, I, I, I broke even at two years. That's mm-hmm. when we took our, um, blog from, 
you know, just being on the free WordPress platform to the self-hosted WordPress. And um, blogging is like no other business because it requires very little investment. And so breaking even for me was probably like $100 a month. I mean, that's the beauty of blogging is you don't have to invest very much money into it in order to start that kind of business. And you can scale it as your business grows, you can invest more money. And that's kind of what I did. You know, we didn't buy the fanciest camera right away. Um, we bought it when the um, revenue from the blog justified it. Mm, I love that. Thank you so much for sharing and that it's investment little by little, month by month, and mm -hmm. you're able to grow. And then you redid your website in 2015. But before then, did you uh, craft it yourself or did you hire somebody else to do it? We initially did it ourselves and it was a lot of learning. And I think it's mm -hmm. important to kind of figure that out and figure out at least something about the background of your blog because it's nice to be able to go in and tweak something if you need to. Otherwise, it gets very expensive. We did hire a designer initially, and um, it was a very uh, uh, negative experience because mm. this person didn't come highly rated. And it was it was we looked at the price to do it and we thought, oh, yeah, this is reasonable. But really, it cost us way more in, you know, blog downtime. I don't know if any of you remember if you were following your blog um, about a year and a half ago. We um, had so much downtime. It was terrible. And uh, <laughs> um, you get what you pay for <laughs> in mm. terms of blog designing. So just be careful. Word of caution about that. But um, it's nice to start out by yourself so you can fix things um, and know what you're doing. And then when when your blog justifies it or if you have the means ahead of time, um, hire somebody who really knows what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Because that will help set your business up and get it off the ground running, give the best experience to your users. I agree. I, I've had experiences like that as well. So mm -hmm. how did you find your most recent designer? Uh, was it word of mouth? Somebody recommended um, it was actually through um, Cooking Classy. I don't know if any of you follow her blog. She's an amazing blogger. Um, she had on her site who designed her blog, and it's it's Create D, and they are out of I want to say New Zealand. Mm. Um, wonderful team. They um, are Christian also, which was fantastic to see. And she's a mom, and she's they're just fantastic. I highly recommend them. Wow. Um, so yeah. Thank you so much for recommending them because um, we, you know, we as entrepreneurs, we always want the best resources and um, a good, a good word from people about people because yeah, we've been, and those of you who um, in the comments who've been in business for a while know exactly what we're talking about. It's, it's hard. It's hard to find good people. It really is. Mm -hmm. So Natasha, do you, you do some sponsored posts um, and things like that. What's the difference between sponsored posts and ads on your website? What converts, converts better? Um, and were they, did they really move you forward as far as um, helping bring you and your husband home? Absolutely. I mean, without the revenue sources from our blog, we wouldn't be able to be home because that is our, really our only source of revenue is the blog right now. Mm -hmm. And so we make money from the ads on the site. Um, you see them in the, you know, mixed into the right column of the blog and then um, a couple scattered throughout the blog posts. And that's probably the majority of our um, revenue right now. And we try to diversify that by, you know, it's not just one network. 
we work with blogher, media.net, um, and then recently, um, because our um, blog traffic got to a certain point, we started um, working with AdThrive, and now they're basically our ad management company. So they optimize all of the spaces, and it's been fantastic to work with them um, just because they get uh, basically a higher return for the same ad space. So that's it's it's nice not to have to worry about that anymore, but I managed that by myself for years. Um, so it's doable for sure, and it's, wow. it's important. But um, as far as sponsored posts, mm -hmm. um, I'd say right now it's about um, 10%, maybe a little less of our total revenue. And that's a sponsored post is basically where you – work with a company and um, incorporate them into a recipe like uh, pasta into a lasagna dish or something like that. And, um, you know, with that, a word of caution, make sure you work with a company that really resonates with you and with your readers. And um, we're planning to, or we're trying this year to really um, push forward in that arena just to diversify our revenue streams because advertising um, is pretty cyclical, you know, it goes up and down and mm -hmm. it's hard to know what to anticipate because it's a very fast changing. Um, uh, the landscape of advertising is very fast changing. So we're trying to diversify. So we've got ads, we've got sponsored posts, um, affiliate links. Like for example, if you click on any Amazon link on my site, they give you back a small um, percentage, uh, like a referral fee. Um, so that that's kind of a smaller portion of our revenue, but we're hoping to grow that more this year too. Um, let's see what else. Um, YouTube, we are um, doing more and more on YouTube and that's kind of cool too, because that is a completely different audience. It seems like than our core um, blog audience. And I think it's more because it's a worldwide audience and that generates some revenue too. Also not very big at this point, but, it's fun to see it grow. Wow, that's very interesting that it has a, a, a different um, set of audience. Because mm -hmm. I, I, I would guess, I mean, YouTube um, is its own network for mm -hmm. sure. And I love that. Love said, I love your videos. Ina said, love your blog. Thanks for sharing everything with us. Oh, truly, you. truly, Natasha. And um, I want to ask you, I mean, there's so many things I want to ask you. Goodness gracious. Um, but Tell us about the transition with your husband coming home. How did you guys like talk it over? How like, was it hard transition or was it like, tell us about that. See for him, he was in a job where he couldn't go part time. Mm -hmm. And um, what happened was I started working as a nurse and he quit his job at that point because we basically replaced our income. Mm -hmm. And, um, then I just, like I said, gradually went down in hours until I was, you know, full time on the blog and we were both at home together. What, 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 what about like the conversation? Like, was he cool with oh, it? Or? Yeah. Um, it's kind of the dream of our hearts together, you know, to have a family business and, you know, do this together. And we both recognize the potential and, just move forward with it. Yeah. He's always been um, just a huge supporter of what I've been doing. And really the, I'd say one of the secrets to my success is having him um, partner with me. You know, I don't think of him as 
somebody who helps me on the blog, I think of him as a partner in my blog, and I would not be able to get nearly as much done without him there. So that's amazing. That's (laughs) yes, Vadim, if you're going to be watching this, or if you're around there, thank you so much. Because Mm -hmm. um, I know that we won't have we wouldn't have all these recipes or the amount of recipes that you guys have for us. Thank you so much. So what about how do you get people see your blog? What is your biggest traffic source from? Is it from social media, people sharing, or what what is it from? Mm -hmm. I think if you're just starting out, I think it's important to realize that your initial audience is super important because they're the people that will um, make your recipes, share your recipes, and get you started. Um, So I'll always be grateful to the people who um, followed my blog in the beginning and still do continue to share our recipes with the people they love. because that's kind of what helped propel us forward. And then after that, um, it got picked up by Google. We rank really high in a lot of search terms. Um, so that's exciting. And then Pinterest traffic has really grown. So if, if I were to break it down right now, um, Google is, I'd say, 45%. And then Pinterest, about 20%. Direct traffic, so people who type in natashaskitchen.com, about 20%, which is really high when you think about that. Like, for example, yesterday we had 90,000 visitors to our blog. So 20% of that was people who are going directly to our site, which is super exciting for me. You know, that's the traffic I get excited about. Um, so 45, Google, 20% Pinterest, 20% direct traffic, and everything else is like social media sharing, um, maybe another um, website will share a recipe, maybe from uh, food gawk or taste spotting yumly different sources so. so how do those sources um feature you do you ever apply to be featured or they just find how awesome you are and they just feature you um it's a little bit of both um, for example with food gawker you can submit your photos um and it used to be more popular than it is now but we still do it anyways you can submit your photos um and then um people for example like better homes and gardens will feature something they um, use a, a multiple variety or variety of sources to find the recipe. They might use Pinterest. They might use um, Food Gawker and find the recipe there and then feature it. So it just depends. You have to do your best to really market your content. Like, for example, when I post a recipe, I don't just post the recipe. It takes me several hours to create a spe- special um, Pinterest collage. And I use PicMonkey for that, if any of you are curious. Um, so then I promote that to my Pinterest boards and I will repin that um, on, you know, over the course of several weeks, just do heavy promotion on Pinterest and then I'll share it on Facebook. I'll share it on Instagram, Twitter, Google Plus. Um, so you really have to market your content and give it the best shot that you can for it to get picked up more. And mm-hmm. with things like Google, you know, you have to optimize your recipes with search engine optimization. There's plugins for that. We used Yoast, Yoast SEO, mm-hmm. and it makes it really easy and tells you exactly what you need to do. You don't have to be, you know, SEO um, genius mm-hmm. for that. So, yeah, I also love love our plugin. And one of the things I want to mention is that. Um, the way I found your blog and it wasn't via Google or social media or anything like that. 
um, a friend of mine um, who is also um, a very successful uh, entrepreneur mom uh, who's a photographer, Dina Chmut, and we're oh, still yeah. having like a picnic one time. And uh-huh. I believe this was in 2012. Um, and I, I think I was telling her how insane it is for me to like get cooking and cook meals every every night for that family and she's like oh just go to natasha's kitchen and i'm just like (laughs) and so that's how i found about you awesome Um, interesting because um i think a lot of people here like i would love to hear you guys in the comments how did you find out about natasha and natasha's kitchen because so many of you are saying that you cook daily from her blog which is great um Elena from AK Photography said, I always cook from your blog recipes. And then Olga said, my sister-in-law, Alina, and I cook from her blog weekly. Our sister makes fun of us that we can't cook without (laughs) Natasha's blog. LOL. We love your blog. Nasha Ukrainka. That's so so cute. Um, Ina said, I also make tons and tons of recipes from Natasha's blog. They are simple, but so delicious. Awesome. I would love to know you guys in the comments. Um, where you found out about Natasha? Was it uh, via Google search or via friends? Oh, I love said friends. Um, that's the best. Very, yeah, that's the best. That's the best. Um, that's the best recommendation. And then Ina said Facebook, Instagram, friends, Nina, sister. Awesome. So a lot awesome. of a lot of word of mouth. So mm-hmm. it's so interesting because I. I can imagine the 20% of traffic you're getting from the direct traffic could be, you know, half returning customers and half brand new what well, returning customers, returning visitors. And maybe half of them would be n- new people who were, who their friend raved about your bug. So that's so yeah. interesting. I love that's that. Thank you. Thank you so yeah. much for, for sharing that. So Natasha, um, tell us more about the challenges that you face working at home with two little ones and how do you manage everything? Mm-hmm. Well, it was obviously much easier before the baby came along. Um, but uh, like I said, it's my, my husband is just like this um, just phenomenal resource for me during the day. You know, we switch off. Um, I'll do some cooking and he'll take care of the kids and, then he'll do video editing and I'll take care of the kids. We really just switch off. Um, maybe eventually we'll, we'll hire a babysitter. <laughs> but for now, um, we just kind of balance by taking turns and doing what we can, trying to do. We work when the kids go to bed. Um, I get up early, have a couple hours before baby wakes up in the morning and just do as much as I can then. But it's just a balancing act, I guess. Do you guys have some sort of system or um, like a routine that you guys follow? I, I mean, I'd love to hear if you do, because that that will be so helpful for us moms. And Sure. Um, well, I can go through my day, kind of what that looks like. I would like. love to hear that. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. So um, as far as my routine, on school days, it's a little different than weekends. So mm-hmm. school days, I'll get up like at 6.30 or 7.00. And, um, my husband gets up about that time too, to get my son ready for school. And so while they're doing their thing, I'm upstairs, um, planning for the day. Um, I start with my planner and this is what I'm using this year. You can see that glary day designer. And what I like about this Whitney Houston, I love that. Yeah, I think so. Um, wh- oh my gosh, Whitney, Whitney English. Whitney, Whitney, I was going to say, Houston, you guys, sorry, Whitney, Whitney English. Um, Yes. 
So this one, um, I, what I really like about it is this isn't the, the typical one that she has. It's a little bit less expensive. I think it's like 25 bucks. Um, and it has uh, the daily routine. So it has a week at a time across the board. And I like that. I love this part, the top three. If you can plan your top three and focus on those and get those whoops, done before um, you get onto the rest of your like to-do list, things that aren't that important, things that aren't really going to generate revenue for your blog, the distractors, then um, that's how I gauge that I had a good day. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I focus on those, you know, today's top three, and then I'll go on to the rest of my to-do list. And if I get sidetracked, I look back at my top three and say, is this part of that? If it's not, then I'll stop and go back to what I need to be doing. So that helps me. Um, as far as what my week looks like, um, Monday is my planning shopping day, and then two or three days a week I'll do cooking and the rest of the time I'll do behind the scenes stuff. Um, you know, optimizing, sharing, promoting, um, connecting with my readers, which is super important to me. And I do that on a daily basis. Um, yeah, because in the comments, you, you guys are always answering comments, answering emails. Um, it's incredible. And I cannot even imagine how much time it takes to answer everyone who visits and comments on the big of a blog that you guys have, which yeah. is thank you guys so much for doing that. It's a lot of work. It is. It takes a lot of time. And there, there's probably between like 20 and 50 comments a day that we get through and we do try to answer all of them. Mm. So, wow. And it's thank you guys for commenting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys. <laughs> Awesome. That's wonderful. So Natasha, I see that you've been optimizing email marketing, which is so awesome to see. How has that been working out for you? Um, it's been working out really well. I mean, it definitely like um, uh, helps me reach my audience without being filtered. Like so many things, Pinterest these days and Facebook, they decide who sees what that you post and then they want you to pay to reach the rest of your audience, mm -hmm. which is you know, um, not great. So in, or, um, email marketing is different because you control what you send people. Um, everybody sees what you um, publish and send to them. You know, there's no filter against what you're writing, which is awesome because people who subscribe to that newsletter want to see that newsletter. Um, so I think it's important to build that email list long term if you guys are... Um, Mm -hmm. looking to grow your business, whatever kind of business you're in, you know, you look at the, the top websites in the world, not just blogs, email list is big and it's something that you should focus on. Mm, thank you so much for sharing that. I also believe strong in the email list and uh, I love that um, you shared that because a lot of blogs starting out are not growing their list and that's very important to do so. Mm -hmm. um, so Natasha, I have one last question for you. Sure. Go ahead. Um, are you, do you by any chance have some kind of product of your own in the works? Such as um, like a, a cookbook or? We've kind of put like a physical cookbook. It's on the shelf just because baby came along and it's, it's too much. Yes. Um, without cutting into, you know, our family life and being miserable. I mean, I, it's, it's a huge project that's going to take several years. I am working on um, an ebook right now. Um, just yay, putting something together, <laughs> brainstorming really, just at the beginning stages. But mm. it's the 
that's more on the shelf just because, you know, family comes first for me. Um, and yeah. I love that you shared that Pro prioritizing what's most important to you. Right. Thank you so much. Well, Natasha, you have been incredibly amazing. Thank you so, so much Thank for you. sharing. Can I leave you with, with a few words of wisdom? Absolutely. I'll be okay. Please do. Please do. Okay. I made a list so I don't forget. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. Okay. So if you're embarrassed of your first post, you started too late. Um, two competition is, is good. It makes you reach higher and, and be better. Um, also remember they, they can't copy what you've done. They only, um, or they can copy what you've done, but they don't know what you're going to do next. Um, let's see. You can't compare yourself to anyone else. We talked about that. You know, your life is different than everybody else's. Um, so just put the blinders on in some ways and, and move forward. Um, uh, mm -hmm. let's see, love what you do and you will hang on. Um, let's see, take some time off or it'll become, or you'll become a slave to your work and then you won't love it so much. Can you share a little bit about that? Like, do you take weekends off or are you talking about, uh, blocks, chunks of time for vacationing a few times Both. a year? Both. Um, if you, uh, for us, we have to do a ton of prepare, preparation in advance to take blocks off, but it's also really important to try and take weekends off. Like I try, I take every Sunday off, um, I do comments in the evenings, but every Sunday I take off and then Saturday I try to take off and I find that if I don't, I'm not very excited on Monday morning. <laughs> mm. Oh, that's so, interesting. Yeah, it is important to take breaks um, and then always improve, always learn. And I, I listen to podcasts too. Um, what are your favorites? I like um, Pinch of Yum's Food Blogger Pro. Um, and then Pat Flynn has a good one about entrepreneurship. Um, let's see what else. When are you going to uh, be on Pat Flynn's podcast? <laughs> I'll email him. I'll tell you. <laughs> um, let's see. You'll never reach the top. So enjoy the ride. It's about the ride. And there's no, there's never a magic number that will satisfy you. I will tell you that it was exciting when we got our first 50 readers. Um, and it's exciting when we have over 2 million readers a month, but you know, you always will have that drive and that desire to improve and grow. So just enjoy the ride. Um, let's see. Um, oh, and this last last bit. If you have an entrepreneurial spirit, and this this is from my late late boss that I talked about, where I had the internship, who has since passed away. Um, he said it's better to own your own peanut stand than to work for anyone else. Mm, I love that. And that's it. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Natasha, thank you so, so much for joining us. It was so wonderful to have you. Uh, where can we find you here? Let me post a link to your blog again. Mm -hmm. Natasha'skitchen.com, you guys. Natasha'skitchen.com. And I feel like a lot of you know who Natasha is already and love her uh, recipes. But please go to Natasha'skitchen.com if you haven't. All right, Natasha, I will talk to you later. Have a All wonderful right. rest of the day. Thanks for having me. Bye. It was a pleasure. Bye. All right. I hope you enjoyed our conversation. Please join us live every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. And join the conversation. Meet other incredible moms. Ask questions from our featured guests. My name is Vicky Lashenko, and this is the show that features incredible stories of remarkable mompreneurs. I'll see you next time.